Welcome to the 10 in the Hole podcast for the week of the 20th of April, 2021. As ever, I am joined by the man who eats kimchi with his fish and chips, and he is prone to the occasional racial slips. It's Harry Park. <laughs> oh my god. The uh, <laughs> the distortion in your um in your mic on Discord just made that even funnier. That was great. Joining me in the commentary box, <laughs> virtual commentary box, I guess. His hairline recession is major. He's been fucked by the glazers. It's knees hoofs. <laughs> <laughs> and boy have we been fucked, man. Yeah. What the fuck has happened? Football has gone to shit. Yeah, I, I mean, um, yeah, we we usually talk about games and stuff, but it doesn't like it doesn't even feel relevant in the face of the news. What the fuck does it matter? Yeah. All right, since this is a somber occasion, it makes sense to have an uplifting five aside. You know, dream of the better days. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, this is all about the European Super oh. League. That's all we have to talk about. So, you know what? Why not start us off with a bit of hope and make a five-a-side of players who we think slash hope will say fuck you to the European Super fuck League. Fuck you! Fuck you, Super why League. Why don't you start, Harry? Uh, all right. Um, so, in goal, I've gone with Handanovic. Um, mainly because he's, like, I don't know, he's Serbian or some shit. He's, like, Eastern European. <laughs> they seem like a no-bullshit <laughs> type of people. I agree. And then <laughs> my my sole defender is gonna be it's actually gonna be Phil Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Phil Jones has a choice. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean no, but I mean he he like the reasoning behind it is that he gives his all when he's on the pitch. So I don't know, some of that for some reason translates to he really cares about football and he would like put everything on the line for the game. It's logical. I mean you got in a way, but you got to keep in mind, this man's been stealing a living for the past <laughs> <laughs> seven years now. That's true. That's true. Um, ahead of him, uh, Tony Cruz of Real Madrid. My reasoning for Tony, like an... yeah. I mean, he, he seemed like, do you remember that stuff about like, um, who was it again? He was having a go at someone on social media for like a celebration. Oba. Yeah, it was Alba, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah pulling out <laughs> masks and shit. Yeah, like, this guy doesn't know how to have fun. He cares about football that much. Like, he's so serious about it. So, yeah, hopefully he's serious enough that he speaks out against this. All right, so moving forward, uh, I had to put in one of the young boys. I couldn't decide between Emil Smith-Rowe and Saka, but I went with Emil ultimately just because it seems like he's more of like a... Like a true oh Arsenal God. fan. Well, yeah, that as well. No, 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 no. You can't. No, you can't play the race card, bro. Because my striker no, no. is Sadio Mane. It's Sadio Mane. Nice. Okay. Because he Sadio seems is a yeah. humble guy. Yeah, bro. He's got his feet to the ground, or whatever the fucking saying is. His where's his heart on his dick, or um... <laughs> that is my five-a-side. Let's hear yours. I'm gonna go with all black and gold. Also, for uh, Slavic reasons, he seems like a no-nonsense <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, in defense, I have gone for Giorgio Cellini. Because uh, yeah, I the, see it. I mean, he's one of the last bastions of uh, proper defending. 
Therefore, yeah. it, it would just, you know, it's automatic. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, midfield, I've gone for uh, Bruno because he's already spoken about it. Well, so. yeah, naturally, yeah. And with him, of course, Lukita Modric. Mm. You know, he's 36 or whatever. He doesn't need more money. The guy's fine. Yeah, yeah. I can see it, yeah. And up front, this is going to be a shocker, man. But I'm getting into the spirit of Ramadan. I will support oh, my shit. Muslim. I will support my Muslim brothers. Mo Salah. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, wow. I said it. I said yeah, it. You did say it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to pick any Tottenham players, but yeah, you've really you're crossing the. Um... Oh fuck! I've forgotten all of the sayings. What's the saying? You cr- you've crossed like the boundary. Enemy lines? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I'm <laughs> deep into ele- enemy lines, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, intro? If you walk through the garden With the tin on your back Well, I beg your pardon they play in five at the back Need to unlock the defense And score a goal You gotta keep the ten Way down in the hole Standing in the hole Ten in the hole Ten in the hole Right, so the reason we did not pick Messi and Ronaldo, aside from them being the obvious picks, but you would hope that the best, the GOATs, they're true champions, man. They would never want to do some shit like this, would they? Yeah, especially Cristiano. He's like a true... Well, I mean, both of them, but like they're both true competitors, man. And like the Super League is just the complete opposite of that. It is a fucking shit show, man. I, I don't even know where to begin with this shit. Like, <laughs> there's just so much about it that is just extremely awful. All right, let's start yeah. with the fucking facts. So 12 founding clubs, as they have chosen to call themselves. Fucking cocksuckers, man. <laughs> fucking... Greedy motherfuckers. Pretentious fucking dickheads, man. we the founding fathers of this new union. Suck a fucking bumhole, bro. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> founders. Uh, hey, carry on anyway. Sorry, man. I'm going to stop interrupting. No, it's all good. So 11 of the world's biggest teams and Tottenham have decided <laughs> to create <laughs> their own exclusive Super League. Because the Champions League, for some reason, was just not good enough for them. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they're just scared of the competition. And, um, I mean, this is just horrific for football, spirit of the game, the competitive nature of our sport is being compromised by these fucking big sharks who have decided that the system of meritocracy no longer counts for anything. Nothing needs to be earned anymore. No relegation. 
we'll give five teams <laughs> a run every now and then. And it's just fucking awful, man. No relegation, no consequences for losing and just diluting yeah. the value of big games, man. The big yeah. European ties. Like one of one of the things I was just on Instagram right before we started recording. Um, and I saw a post where a lot of the comments were I'm just going to assume they're not like um, people living in those countries where football is like actually played in, like in Europe. Um, there's a lot of people out there saying shit like, what's so bad about the Super League? Now my team gets to play Real Madrid and Barca every week. I'd love to see that. They're big games. Like, what do these people think makes the big games big? It's the fact that in between the big games, there's a whole shit ton of other games that make the big games something to look forward to. Like... What the fuck kind of logic is it's like saying fucking I don't even know man I can't think of an analogy for something this insane like how could you how could you be okay with that and like what happened to earning the right to play in those big games I, I this yeah. is this just baffles me man and like you look at these clubs clubs that are steeped in tradition and Man City and Tottenham <laughs> and Chelsea Oh yeah, Chelsea too. <laughs> but you know what? You know, at least Chelsea, like it's been long enough where it's like ah, they have some history. They've won the Champions uh, yeah, League. I, yeah, I guess yeah, Mourinho was in my childhood, so technically <laughs> Yeah, they've gained some legitimacy, you I know. I guess uh, begrudging. <laughs> but still they lost it all yesterday, so <laughs> <laughs> they they spent see? all those years like building up a reputation as an actual club. And then they just shit it all in one fucking huge bowel movement. It's just gone. Flush. Right into their fans' faces, man. (laughs) Uh, The disrespect. And, dude, like, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Inter Milan, AC Milan. I mean, it all comes down to one thing. And one thing only. It's the owners. The owners have decided, instead of, you know what, instead of creating our own league on FIFA... Let's make this happen. And bro, like <laughs> this just fucking screams Americans nosing yeah. into our game. And it is while it is that Florentino Perez is, you know, president of Real Madrid's brainchild, it is yeah. <laughs> heavily influenced by the three teams who have American owners. Manchester United, as much as it kills me to say it, we're the forerunners of this. And our boys. Joel and Avram Glazers, who, by the way, own an NFL team. They don't need the money. They own an NFL team and Manchester United. Like, what the fuck do you need money for? Uh, Arsenal and Stan Kroenke. Kroenke, right? Who also owns it. I I don't even want to... Yeah, no, just Stan Kroenke. Stan (laughs) Kroenke. Yeah, I I went, like, full Charlie, (laughs) Pepe (laughs) Sylvia... (laughs) The Stan Kroenke he keeps coming up. He keeps coming up. What's what's he looking? Where's the Stan Kroenke? <laughs> but yo, this guy, bro. Like, imagine how much money he must have. He owns a team in the NFL, a team in the NBA, a team in the MLS, Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got that kind of money that you can't like. You can't picture how much money he has. He has so much, bro. It's ridiculous. And then, of course, uh, Fenway Sports Group. At Liverpool, John Henry and Thomas Werner, who, or I think, or whatever the fuck his name is, nobody cares. These people should be known, but should not be acknowledged. Uh, they own the fucking Red Sox, for fuck's sake. 
And they got together. Florentino sold them the dream. The dream he's been trying to fucking sell since he took charge of Real Madrid in the early 2000s. And they pushed it, man. And everybody followed. I mean, and you look at the owners of these clubs. Every club, aside from Real Madrid and Barcelona, we'll get to their ownership structure later. Every club in there has a billionaire owner, man. Uh, Spurs are owned by Joe Lewis, who's a billionaire. And uh, he's got English national investment money, you know, <laughs> hedge funds oh, for the big Royal surprise family. there. Big fucking and, surprise. Uh, Chelsea, obviously, Roman Abramovich, the Russian-Israeli billionaire. Wait, what? Uh, Israeli? Yeah, he's half Israeli, the motherfucker. Yeah, explains um, everything. Over at Atleti, uh, they're privately owned by an Israeli billionaire as well. And uh, <laughs> the president, Enrique Cerezo, who is a fucking producer and shit. Uh, Inter Milan's Zhang Jindong, the Chinese billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and um, AC Milan are actually owned by a fucking uh, American company. They're basically a hedge fund, like one of those fucking companies. And uh, they only own the club because the previous Chinese owners took so many loans from them that they had to default on them. What the <laughs> fuck? The company just owns one of the greatest fucking clubs in history, man. Wow. How has that even happened? Um, AC Milan's troubles are a joke. Maybe we'll that do a retro, yeah, a retrospect dive later on. Uh, obviously, City with Sheikh Mansour, all that oil money, and this—it's just become a game for them. Uh, the ones that are interesting to me are Real Madrid or Barca. So they're not like private limited companies or whatever. They're registered as, or they're organized as registered associations. Which means that technically they are owned by the supporters. Okay. Uh, so you can't you can't buy shares into like Real Madrid or Barcelona, but you can buy a membership. And the members, they elect the president, and they also uh, for, form like uh, an assembly of delegates that help with governing the club. So like they represent the fans apparently. And uh, that's all of the socios really have in these clubs, which is fucked up, if you ask me. Because we both know Florentino Perez is, and whoever runs Barcelona are some of the most corrupt people in the fucking world. I know they just had a change in the president at Barca, but I'm, I'm not buying it. Yeah, how much has really changed? <laughs> and... Um, What's fucked up is this Super League is going to be bankrolled by JP Morgan, the US bank that has fucked the world constantly, including, uh, well, one of the countries that represent me, Greece. So they're going to debt finance the league. The founding clubs, the 12 of them, will receive a combined 3.03 billion pounds, what which the they are selling against. Yeah. <laughs> and they're setting this number like against future revenue streams so like tv deals and all that mm -hmm. and uh, apparently each club uh, i mean I, I don't know about each club but united for sure apparently could gain 1.1 billion pounds a year as a result of this super league man one of the richest clubs in the world out here fucking trying to chase money <laughs> for what it's a disgrace <laughs>
absolute disgrace, man. Fergie must be fuming. Fucking Matt Busby is rolling in his grave. Bro, we had a we had a team die for this. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It's fucked up. All right, so who... price. And yeah, for what? So uh, the chairman, the acting chairman is gonna be Florentino, obviously. It's his ball game. And uh, Joel Glazer, Cronky, and uh, Andrea Agnelli of Juventus are gonna be the vice chairman. And these motherfuckers had the balls to say that this move would improve the quality and intensity of existing European competitions. Oh and my provide... god. <laughs> and would provide increased financial support for the wider wider football permit. What? Because you know, yeah, Grimsby Town is going like, oh yes, we're gonna cake. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what wait, what why would they even try and claim that? How would that possibly work they're taking money out of the leagues that those other teams are in so how would it work i don't know like we have to actually like do a deep dive into all of these statements because it's absolutely outrageous man Jesus. and florentino today like he just makes matters even worse it's unbelievable so all right this is the statement he comes out with okay which actually, like, he's very honest about it. This is self-serving as can be. The important clubs in Spain, England, and Italy have to find a solution to this very bad situation that football is in. We came to a conclusion that by creating a Super League, instead of playing Champions League midweek, we can alleviate lost revenue. Football needs to evolve like life does, needs to adapt to the times we live in. Football is losing interest. Something must be done, and the pandemic hastened that. We are all ruined. What the... F man said we are, are all ruined. <laughs> this motherfucker, man, is... I wonder if anyone's been any less connected from reality than these people, man. I don't believe it. Like, I can't even fathom what he's saying. Instead of playing the Champions League as it is, which is losing interest, apparently... What? Where where no, is he? Must... Where is he getting this information? It's like he thinks if he just says it out loud, it's gonna become true. Oh no, no one wants to watch the Champions League, and everyone's just gonna Who be like, "Doesn't you know Who what? Doesn't... Yeah, you're right. I don't want to watch the greatest competition in football. No, I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking yes. embarrassment, man. So because it is losing interest, now we must find something enticing, which is to play amongst the big clubs. We are at a critical moment. And Tottenham. Yeah, and Tottenham. <laughs> so 15 teams generate value, and five other teams will make the Super League through sporting merit. It is not a closed oh league. Oh my god. We believe in the merit of teams so that they fight to des deserve to play in a competition like this. <laughs> it's like they see themselves as some some kind of like group of emperors and they're just choosing subjects from the peasantry to fight to the death peasants for my entertainment and then bring the next five in yeah <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> who's gonna want to well, participate he, he is a motherfucker and he had the balls to say that we are aiming this towards the younger generation of fans because apparently 40 percent 
of the younger generation is losing interest in football. When huh? the day before, the motherfucker said football is the most watched sport in the world with over 4 billion followers. So, <laughs> it, excuse me, sir, half of the planet is watching this product. <laughs> Where is he getting these numbers, man? Uh, you know what, like, this whole pandemic and the way that the world has been going, I feel like good and evil are kind of like uh, like good and bad in the world, good and bad people in the world have kind of become like oil and water in like a pan. And you know how it like separates over time. It just kind of feels like the pandemic's like speeding that process up and all these piece of shit human beings that have been fucking other human beings during this pandemic. Everyone's finally, you know, kind of started to stand up and notice that like they're fucking us. They've been fucking us for a long time. They're continuing to fuck us. But everyone's paying attention now. Because everyone's at home and you know has nothing to do. And now it's come to football. Now they're fucking football as well. And like everyone's just gonna sit around and we don't have any power to do anything. What we can do is make podcasts and shit. Like <laughs> they're they're fucking us, man. They're fucking us. Like, and I'm not even just talking about you know the the elites of football, the owners of football, because I'm talking about like the elites, bro. Like, because those are the same people that are fucking football. They're fucking us in every other aspect of life. I'm so happy you said that, man, because this is actually a microcosm of what's going on globally, man. It's the fucking goddamn one percent fucking with the rest of us. Getting us to bicker amongst ourselves while they go around doing whatever the fuck they want, ruining whatever the fuck they want, just so they can make a little more money. And you know what? The fat cats get fatter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was a little, a little regular best. Joe. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> nah, but... Um... Yeah, like there, there is the whole thing, but there's also, um, I guess, the silver lining of this whole thing. Extremely thin silver lining has been that, like, I've, um, I've gained a lot of appreciation for certain figures in football that previously I was just ready to, just either banter off or actually legitimately hate, like with a passion before. I now kind of see what people are really about. Like, um, comes to mind immediately is obviously the other one of the other big pieces of news this week, probably related, was um, Jose Mourinho getting the sack from Tottenham. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they can they they came out. The club came out and said it's for footballing reasons. It's because of the res- recent results. Yeah, Tottenham's results have been shit, but they have a cup final to play in six days and you're telling me you thought that was a good time to sack your manager for footballing reasons are you sure that's the logic you want to go with because you're the most obvious liars the most blatant fucking lie how stupid well i mean i was gonna say how stupid do you think tottenham fans are but that's (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay i kind of answered my own question with that but (laughs) Yeah, I, I totally agree with you because Jose Mourinho, like especially for a one-off cup game, that's the manager you'd want to have. Yeah, for sure. If you had the pick of the litter, like, all right, somebody's going to be tactically astute, fucking frustrate the opponents, and maybe sneak a goal. That's what you need in the final. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not, nothing to do with playing well. And, I mean, I know they've been saying, like, oh, it's, that's not the reason, but it's got to be, man. Jose is a proper football guy and yeah. i believe he would have definitely spoken about about it yeah this guy this guy truly lives and breathes football so 
I can't yeah, see but... I can't see any situation where he would have been okay with that announcement. And it became very clear that none of the managers or players knew about this. Uh Jurgen Klopp as well. Um after the Leeds game yesterday and before it as well. Um oh today, sorry. Um was basically saying how they didn't know anything and he he seemed really upset. He seemed kind of um backed into a corner. He's not able to say anything because obviously he's a Liverpool employee. Um but then I guess he kind of interpreted what Gary Neville said the other day as like an attack on his team and like his players when I don't think that's how it was intended. Not at all. Like <laughs> Yeah. He was he was actually complaining about the vans and uh, yeah. fucking fucking clubs like oh you sing shit about fucking you'll never walk alone it's our right to chant it. Like, <laughs> he's not saying Gary didn't even imply that you shouldn't. <laughs> it's just that it has no meaning now because the yeah. club just shat in your face. <laughs> oh. And the other, like the amount of respect I gained for Gary Neville, like his his entire um, diatribe on the whole European Super League thing, like he hit every single point on the head. I like it's the first time in my life I've audibly said "fucking right" to a YouTube video. Like I agree one hundred percent with everything he said. Super passionate, guy. yeah, one hundred percent. And what I agree with the most is his point on all those teams being docked points i don't give a fuck i think man united should be docked at least 40 points for this shit yeah now just just reset reset all of the teams to zero that are involved in this like you don't even deserve to be in the premier league next year if your plan falls through you deserve to be relegated anyway exactly 100 percent, man fuck these guys and you know, that, like, I, I've been trying, man. I've been trying to find, like, a silver lining in all of this. Like, please, please don't make me hate the club I've supported for 21 years. But I can't find any redeeming factor other than, like, the Glazers leave the club. That That's the only way for me to be, like, and somehow <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson buys it. <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson <laughs> maintains his brain in a in a jar of formaldehyde in, in the year in the year 2085 on these coast deathbed. <laughs> the reanimated body of Sir Alex Ferguson takes charge. <laughs> that's that's the only way this goes. <laughs> yeah, cry. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do they say? Cryogenically freeze him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I went with formaldehyde, but yeah, cryogenic. <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson clone <laughs> in his younger body or some shit. <laughs> oh man, it, it's it's fucked up. I, it's, I, yo, I it's, it's a travesty, stop. man. Like this um, is the worst thing I've ever felt, ever. Yeah, like I, I had to regrow my elbow, and it, it was like I wasn't as scared in the beginning as I am now. <laughs> Holy fuck. You had to regrow an elbow or like a gecko or well, I, I smashed it. I smashed it. Remember I told you I fell like uh, 23 and a half feet. Oh um, yeah. I thought yeah, yeah, that rings a bell. And uh yeah, I, I had no elbow, so I had to literally <laughs> grow it. And when I found out, I was I was devastated because like my elbow was dust. What do you mean I'm gonna regrow it? So I was just gonna be like the bionic man for the rest of my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like this, man, I, I don't know what to do. Like, okay, so UEFA, FIFA, and the respective um, football authorities in each country are saying that these teams should be banned from domestic competitions. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with this? Yeah, 100%. 100%. When should they do it? Should they let them finish the season? Or should this begin immediately? Um, I mean, realistically speaking, they probably can't cut like these teams' rights to play in the middle of the season. There's probably some contractual TV stuff that we don't know about. Um, but in an ideal universe, yeah, immediately just immediately stop them playing. I, I don't... I don't really want to watch Arsenal play after after this news and this revelation. Like I'm physically disgusted. Like today I was I woke up and I was looking for a t-shirt to wear and I saw my Arsenal shirt in a drawer and I like I felt I felt fucking sick. <laughs> the first thing in the morning I felt sick. Just the thoughts of what Arsenal have done and what they've done to the millions of fans worldwide same with united same with city and chelsea and barca and madrid especially in terms of their foreign appeal this is this is a worldwide like uh attack like they've they've just fucked millions of people's moods for at least at least a day for me i don't know how long i'm gonna feel this way I feel empty, man. Like there's a hole in my heart, and yo, man, today I had that same exact feeling today. I was looking at all my United shirts, that 0708 Ronaldo, that 9899 Beckham. Oh shit, dude! I bet you cried. You cried, didn't you? I cried, man. I cried. I, 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 I couldn't help it. Like it's, I'm distraught. There's, yeah, man, that's yeah. twenty. That's twenty plus years, man. Like, it's it's shattering. And what? Where do we go from here? That's the big question. Because the only way I feel, okay, I mean, realistically, uh, nobody watches it. That that's not gonna happen. That is definitely mm-hmm. not gonna happen. There, this, I feel like the Americanization of the European competition that they're trying to do will appeal to new fans americans which is basically the new fucking uh, market for these clubs and it has been for years with the international champions cup and all that shit mm-hmm. into miami yeah and the man city one what like new york new york city fc is it yeah it is yeah they I have been yeah i don't know man that's not gonna happen the only way i can see this falling through well, two ways actually. One, which I would detest even more, is UEFA and FIFA paying these teams off to stay. Oh fuck no, nah. Which I have been reading, like there is a possibility that six billion dollars will be going to these teams just to ensure that they stay. And I, I really, really hope that does not happen. Because if that does happen, I'm leaving football. Yo, that's negotiating with terrorists. Fuck that shit. Fuck that. The other no. one, which is probably, I don't know, this falls to the players. I think the power is in the players' hands. With UEFA and FIFA threatening to sanction, um, like banning players who participate in this league 
from participating in international tournaments, the World Cup and things like that. I really hope, I just hope that, I don't know, man, the players just get together and say, fuck this. No, I want to compete just for the like, World Cup. I want to sit play. down on the pitch. Yeah. I want to play in the Champions League. That's what I grew up wanting because, come on, man, like, would you rather win a Champions League or a f- some fucking tournament some Americans made up today? Exactly. Exactly. But I, I was talking to this uh, about this with uh, Marika, my wife, for those who don't know. And she said she could see, like, the older players agreeing to this, but the new batch of kids, why, why, why would they? Agreeing with They're what? cloud chasers. Uh, like, they would just go along with playing in the Super League. Why wouldn't they? For the money? Fuck it. Oh, That's why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's become the culture of football anyway. These young kids play for that one big contract they get early on, and then they just stop giving a fuck. And I don't... I don't know how I can see... Like, I just have lost all faith in humanity these days, man. And I think this is going to go through... <laughs> Yeah, I think it will go through as well. It's um, like uh, Ed Woodward, Ed Woodard, Woodward, fuck, whatever his name is. Woodward. His, cunt, his cunty little name, his cunty bald head, his cunty little eyes. He I forgot, I forgot what I was even going to say. I'm just pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker worked at JP Morgan as well. So like he would have been involved in getting the financing for this. Son of a bitch, man. And it just it just fucking sickens me. It sickens me, man. And they've you all know dropped what? out. Like you know no, what though? Ahead. Like, I'm not I can't even say I'm really shocked that this um this involves my club because like I wanted to not believe it and I wanted to continue believing we're still the same club that we were when Arsene Wenger was in charge, but the day that Wenger left the club, like though the fat cats they knew they had they finally had full control of the club because papa wang still had that pull at arsenal he was just as big of a player as like a ceo but once he left they were they were able to just take over and they started fucking things up immediately like think about the way that they fired a bunch of employees from the emirates specifically after asking for the players for to take a pay cut so that they could keep those employees the players took the pay cuts. They fired the employees anyway. Piece of shit move. Absolute fucking cunt move. They did that. I should have seen this coming, man. To be honest, we all should have seen this coming, that this would really happen one day. And now it really is happening. So fuck, man. It's, it's fucked up. And I'm in that same situation. Like, uh, Even as a kid, I hated it when the Glazers took over. But what kept it together was the combination of Alex Ferguson and David Gill, just continuing the traditions of the club. So they left together, and immediately everything went to shit. And, man, you know what fucking hurts, like, the most? I, <laughs> I've, I've, like, this season, I've finally started to believe again that, you know what, it's coming. We're, we're like, okay, I see it. We're on the path to reaching, like, the heights of previous years at least in terms of having like a team that can genuinely compete mm-hmm. it just needs a few more additions i was so looking forward to next season man and i'm just crushed i would rather 
watch us struggle for 50 years than have this shit go through, man. Amen. All right. Amen to that. All right. Let's let's dissect some of their claims about how this will improve football. All right. Okay. First of all, uh, this will provide increased financial support for the wider football pyramid. Uh, not if those teams get kicked out of their leagues. <laughs> because <laughs> I I love football and I, I would still want to watch. I would still want to watch the Premier League. But you can't tell me that the global allure of it will not disappear once you lose Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea. And that's it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, this is um, the silver lining, man. This is the silver lining. This provides the perfect opportunity to shit on Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you know they're happy to be there. They're just happy to oh, be there. Yeah, bro. <laughs> they're delighted. The Tottenham, Tottenham fans out of the clubs that are involved, Tottenham fans are the quietest right now about the outrage they feel because they're probably not fucking mad. <laughs> they're probably like, yes. Yeah, and, and Levy fucking played it perfectly, like immediately. Hey, Josie, see ya. Change the subject. It doesn't matter anymore. That's a cynical take and probably accurate too. <laughs> As fuck. You know Levy's just jerking himself off over this. Man. Like, yes. Yeah. So glad we sold Bill. Real Madrid, and we made that partnership. Now we're their plus one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, so he's Andrea Agnelli said that this project will substantially increase solidarity, <clears throat> giving fans and amateur players a regular flow of headline fixtures that will feed their passion for the game while providing them with emerging role models or engaging, whatever. I am, whatever I said. <laughs> but how? How? Okay, if you're saying that they're losing interest now when the Champions League has genuinely been sick the last few years. Yeah. I've like I've enjoyed every game I've watched. How is this gonna feed their passion for the game when you're diluting the your best product offering? Like you're make, you're just giving it to them over and over and over again how long is it going to take before that shit gets old exactly and then the fucking increasing solidarity that is fucking bullshit how does this help the wider pyramid of football if these teams get kicked out who the fuck is going to care about Leicester and West Ham fighting it out for the top spot in the Premier League other than you know West Ham and Leicester fans <laughs> exactly fucking bullshit and this whole increasing the quality and intensity of european competition is an absolute joke during covid we've had uh fixture congestion out the ass and let's be real the quality of teams has been up and down because of this scheduling right so mm. even with if players had the summer off because you know they're they're trying to start to shit as soon as august and we have the Euros this summer, so they won't have the summer off. Mm. This guy is trying to add at least an extra 10 games for all these teams. 
because I, I did the math in the Champions League to go from the group stage to the final, assuming you didn't have to to go through like the qualifiers. You, that's thirteen games added on to your basic season. Mm-hmm. Fifteen if you're in Europa, as some of these clubs are. Some of these clubs aren't even in Europa. <laughs> Fuck so, me, man. The way they're going to organize this tournament, they want three more founding members and plus five teams who are invited to make a total of 20 teams, which will be split into two groups of 10, and they will play each other home and away. So just the group stage is 18 games. That's already five more than if a whole Champions League winning run and three more than a whole Europa League winning run without qualifiers. (laughs) <laughs> so, so the top three of each group qualify to the quarterfinals, while fourth and fifth place teams play a two-legged playoff for the last two spots. So that's an extra two games for those teams in just the group stages. And then quarterfinals, two legs, semifinals, two legs, and the one-game final. So this is an additional 23 to 25 games, maybe, to go Sweet all the way. mother fuck. That is insane. Madness. And I'm like, okay, what? I, <laughs> what? And I understand, okay, the UEFA announced today that there will be a reformatting to the Champions League in 2024, which makes oh. sense, at least, to open it up to, like, 36 teams and then have, like, a, they're doing, like, a Swiss tournament style thing in the group stages so it will be like a league as well kind of like this oh okay but even then it makes sense to do that okay plan for it four years ahead and we increase the number of teams that get to play in the champions league by four mind you just four Mm. just four it's not even (laughs) like they're (laughs) they're trying to add in like 16 more teams that would dilute the competition but four teams so some guy from Ukraine gets to see his team go into the fucking Champions League. <laughs> Maybe an Estonian team makes it. And, you know, like, so what? These, these, they deserve it, you know? Yeah, man. That's, that's part of the flavor of the Champions League and European competitions is watching, like, like, teams from countries that you've never even heard of playing against your team. That's part of the charm, man. Yeah, and some of those teams that they are dismissing actually have... A lot more history and tradition than Tottenham or Man City. Fucking Stua Bucharest. Uh, fucking forget European teams. Aston Villa, Nottingham Forest. They actually have won European Cups, you know? Yeah, man. Why don't they get a mention? It's fucking bullshit. Just bullshit all around. And honestly, the heroes for me have been the German clubs. I never say that. <laughs> yeah, respect. I respect that shit. Yeah, because they fucking knew shit like this would happen, and there are rules in the Bundesliga and genuinely in the German football permit. Uh, companies cannot own more than forty nine percent of any club, and fifty one percent remains with the fans. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in England and all these other places we just don't have that, man. It's fucking brutal. The Germans, the Germans are clever, man. But uh, French too. I mean, I think PSG haven't even been invited yet. In fairness, um, I mean the PSG angle, I'm not so sure about. 
like I'm not sh- I'm not sure about praising them just yet because it could easily be their I mean they're a Qatari owned um, club, right? It could 100%. just be the Qatari owners trying not to like face that backlash right before the Qatar World Cup. It could be connected somehow. They're trying to protect their World Cup before they announce that they're joining this thing. I don't know. But like right. I don't for some reason something about PSG just makes me not want to give them any credit. <laughs> but Bayern <laughs> Munich Bayern Munich, yeah. I re- I respect the fact they said no uh, Dortmund as well. Um but at the same time I kind of would almost expect it of the German clubs, yeah man. They're they're just generally a lot better managed and more true to their club identities. I also have a sneaking suspicion. Uh Bayern have eight Champions Leagues right now. So uh, I see them also thinking, yeah, less competition, okay, yeah, let's get up to 14. <laughs> we'll be number one, yeah. <laughs> Which is gonna close suck. the door behind you, guys. <laughs> and it's going to suck, man. Like, if, if all those teams are no longer Champions League prospects, it's just going to be Bayern and the rest. It's great yeah. in a way for the rest of football, because, like, you know, the smaller teams can actually get a chance at the Champions League. But is is it even the same value if you're not going through a Real Madrid? Or a... That's true. Yeah. Who's going to yeah, who's gonna want to watch a Champions League that's made up of... It's meaningless. <laughs> Absolutely. It's meaningless, man. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I, I don't know. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I mean, the only like silver lining I can take is um, you know I was watching the games this weekend you know preparing for today's show before the announcement I remember the morning of the morning before the announcement was made uh, I woke up to watch Juventus Atalanta and I celebrated Atalanta's goal like it was my own (laughs) yeah big victory man big victory for the for the boys man yeah, and they're above Juve now. Yeah. But Juve get the Juve get a seat, right? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking makes no sense, man. This is ass, ass. And look, the, all the teams have already like uh, dropped their uh, UEFA licenses. So um, there's no stopping it, is there? No, there's, yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure Agnelli, the the Juve guy, he was also, uh, I believe, chairman of the Association for Clubs or, some, or something along those lines. Yep. Basically, yeah, his job was to represent the interests of, like, over 200 clubs across Europe, big and small, like, all clubs. This is like a union thing. And he was the chairman. And he just fucking resigned because he doesn't give a shit about those clubs anymore. He's like, oh, no, fuck you. It's, I never really cared. <laughs> I've been fooling you this whole time. <laughs> and then he just fucks off to do his little fucking circle jerk. Yeah. And you know, as as much as FIFA has been talking shit about all oh, the spirit of the competition, we can't have closed competitions. Need I remind you, these motherfuckers are okay with the MLS being a closed system. There's so many clubs in America, and I did the research. There's so many clubs in America that would love to have the opportunity to be in that league. But it's closed off. So I don't see why this would be any different. As long as those organizations get a slice of it, they're going to be okay. Hmm. Where do we go, man? Where do we go from here? 
There's only I one mean, correct answer, and it's it's Qatari football, man. <laughs> Yo, Chavi just... has been doing wonders with El Sadd. I'm yeah, just saying. Bro. I'm just saying they play some noise, Tiki Taka. And bro, there's there's Chavi, and then there's also the fact that fucking Santi Cazula is playing yeah. his trade there, bro. Yes. He's still so smooth, man. He's still got the smile. He's brilliant. He is brilliant. And he's just taking the piss. I saw him do a panenka with his left foot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he doesn't even he doesn't have a weak foot. <laughs> I know, but come on, is he gonna try that in the Premier League with his with yeah. his left? Nah, he's going right all the time. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, in all seriousness, though, yeah, like I don't really know what to do from here. If I if I'm even gonna feel that same um, passion for football, because I don't know, man, it kind of feels like it's gone at least for the time being. Like that that announcement, just the fact that this could even happen to the game, it just makes me just hate it. It's just I just hate everything that's happened, and I just don't want anything to do with football for the time being, at least. It's messed up. Me either. Me either. Which sucks because, you know, we. <laughs> it, it's been a recurring theme ever since we started this fucking show. <laughs> we talk <laughs> about something, we praise it, and look at it. Look what happens. Oh, no. We, look what happens, man. We praise football <laughs> the past week. Like, yo, man, football's been nice, huh? The game has been good. <laughs> damn, La Liga really looking tight. Damn. damn. Mm, Liga. Mm. Oh, damn. Oh, look at all the top. competition in Serie A. Ah, they're so tight and close, and the lower teams and the big teams. Nah. Nah, we fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it, yeah, it also what's most heartbreaking is this divide between like the the managers the players they're not at fault yeah they're not this this wasn't them they didn't decide this they didn't even know until yesterday mm. so like I I want to like I'm I'm trying to think to myself like do we should I finish the season because uh, like. Ollie and the boys didn't do anything wrong. This is not their choice. Sure. Like, what, what does it matter? Even if, like, okay, here's what's really fucked up. Uh, right now, uh, the way the table is, we're eight points behind City, uh, 32 games played. This is the exact scenario they had when the Aguero. <laughs> so, so, like, uh, when we beat Burnley, I was like, oh, shit. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not gonna say more, but just, oh shit! Oh shit! Maybe, maybe, you know, <laughs> that was one of the darkest days of my life. And you really like, thought, man? You really believed, huh? Yeah, but now even if it happens, I don't give a shit. Yeah, man, that's what you get for believing. That's what you get for believing. It's the hope that kills you, bro. <laughs> it's the hope that kills. <laughs> it will kill. <laughs> the big question becomes where do we as a podcast go from here? Because this is unacceptable. And yeah. Like even I'm even looking we... at our logo right now on the Discord and I'm just see myself 
<laughs> in that shitty United shirt that you did. No copyright, <laughs> you know. It's smart. It was smart, you know. I, I rate that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> but like, I, I'm disgusted at myself wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what? What? Do, what do we follow, or do we just switch up the format? Fuck it. Let's just reminisce for the rest of our lives about the time. <laughs> just. When football mattered. Oh. <laughs> no, man, that's the... You're going to make me cry, bro. <laughs> that's such a sad image. Fuck, man. Let me give you an even sadder... Let me give you a sadder image. A few years down the line, Harry, you have a son. And uh, your son loves football. And you, you, you cherish this. You cherish the moments where you get to teach him the game. And show him the greats. You get to show him Messi. You get to show him Ronaldo things he missed out upon and he's gonna look at you in your asian face <laughs> the fuck? with with his half black eyes harry's got a sweet tooth he likes <laughs> he likes the chocolate <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> it's true I got some cavities <laughs> but yeah this kid is gonna look at you and say you know dad these guys are bums because they never did it in the super league oh no that's what you call a 26th trimester abortion right there <laughs> that kid is getting fucking volleyed bro I'm I'm going full Gareth Bale in Champions League final overhead from out. <laughs> Smash that kid. Top bins, man. Shut up about a Super League. Are you fucking dumb? Jesus Christ. I um, think it's up to us, the fans, to just boycott this. Boycott these clubs completely. Stop following them yeah, on that's... social media. Stop even referring to them by their fucking names. From now on, we use whatever Pez calls them. So, Harry. <laughs> London support... Reds, let's go. <laughs> North London Red. <laughs> Manchester Red. Is that, is, that your, is that your Pez name? Manchester Reds? I thought it was something else. Well, we're currently licensed. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah we're good Manchester old days. Red. Or no, Man Red. Man Red. Man Red. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, I remember. Was... Do you remember like um, like slidey phones and flip phones and shit? Oh yeah, of course. I uh, I used to have like a free kick game on um my sl- my really old slidey Samsung, and um, it was it wasn't licensed or anything. So David Beckham was like back him, I think. <laughs> back him, <laughs> yeah, back him. <laughs> Are you gonna back him or not? <laughs> <laughs> man reds <laughs> man reds north london against man blue <laughs> <laughs> what tottenham i feel like tottenham would have a really stupid one <laughs> it is it's it's worse uh I it's mean, worse who than even yours. knows as <laughs> pez just calls you guys north london when you're not licensed okay <laughs> wait, 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 uh, so what the fuck what do, what do they call tottenham then <laughs> Northeast London. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. No way. No way. Really? I'm dead serious, man. And I can't wait to watch them play. (laughs) 
I can't wait to watch them play Madrid White. <laughs> <laughs> Northeast London. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, that's jokes. Oh, man. I think that's the finisher right there. Yeah, that, let's stop talking about this, man. It's, I'm going to have a stroke. Yeah, I'm going to slip my wrists after this. Um, But hey, <laughs> if I survive it, follow us on Twitter at 10 in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, uh, big ups to all of you who followed us on Twitter. Harry, did you know this? We hit 50 followers today. Go, Fucking go 10 in the hole. Organic grind. Nice. Didn't buy a Crank. single like. <laughs> Just squeezing and, them out. Yeah, man. And yeah, like since I finished uh, the semester, like I got us up from two real followers to 48, <laughs> you know? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Tactics, man. Nice one. Yeah. Um, send us your, you know, your pains, sorrows at 10 dot in dot the hole at gmail.com. And. You know what? Yeah. Fuck you guys. There's no song of the week this week. How about music for the happy? Yeah. Instead, here's a moment of silence. <laughs> okay, we're not doing that, are we? No, no, no. no. That's not happening. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys see next you guys week. Like... And adios. <laughs>